Louder! And it's time for the Gore and More Podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking in and head in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear, we'll never part. Going on a ball break, running in the sand, feeling alright. Ah, what's up, Gorons? Welcome to the Goremore Podcast. I'm that not so mean fluff master supreme, Big Johnny D, back in the saddle. But I can't do this shit by myself. No, no, no. For with me as always are my horrific horror homies. Um, we got Chad Daddy possibly joining us but with me of course that duke of the dead lord scuba cabra the host with the ghost mr steve vasquez hola mi amigos como estas yeah thank you buddy and we have the killing machine the meat mountain mr bobby amone here to bring you the guns for the show hello 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 today is october 24th 2022 and we have a dirty dirty episode for you today but first as always we're gonna do what we always do let's talk about what the fuck we did last weekend or so so mr vasquez if you could please <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen it is now time for your yeah today you buddy uh, and before we even start this off, I'm going to say hello to everybody in the chat, you beautiful people. Thank you for joining us. Uh, yeah, it's a heck. Uh, Steve, you want to start us off, bud? Yeah, man. So I didn't do shit this weekend. I did absolutely. <laughs> I worked. Don't get me wrong. I worked, but I didn't do anything interesting. My daughter was in San Antonio. The girlfriend was working. My son was at work. So I was okay. just at home like. Trying to keep myself busy and trying to keep myself entertained. So I finally decided that I wanted to fix up my Proton Pack. My yeah! Pack so I had bought the Mattel MOD one mm -hmm. and yep. took that bad boy apart, spray painted it. I'm going to add wires, going to try to add some other attachments to it. And then I'm going to attempt to wire it to my Spirit Pack. And we're going to see how that goes. Chat Daddy! All right, boys. Let's see if this works. Hey, so, you're coming in nice and clear. Thanks. Good. I, I had to, like, completely, like, wipe out everything on Google Chrome, like, do a complete reset on it. So, nice. so far, so good. Fingers crossed. I mean, it's it's fine. It, it didn't take long. Okay. Cool. Wait, wait, wait. Scoops? So, that was it. I, I, I did that. And then um, the girlfriend was very clingy this weekend. I'm not going to lie, which is fine. <laughs> so I went and gave her lots of my, lots of my lovings. Cuddles and stuff. Um, and like I said, I just kind of hung out at home and yesterday hung out with my grandma for a little bit. She wanted me to go clean out my old bedroom. My ex-wife used to live there. Uh, my first ex-wife used to live there. And so she left a lot of shoes and stuff that were still brand new in boxes and stuff. And so I called her. I'm like, what do you want me to do with all this shit? Grandma wants me to clean it out. She's like, oh, I'll just throw it away. I don't care about any of it. I'm like, all right, cool. So. I'm trying to throw this stuff away. And my grandma's like, oh, well, we should save it. Why is she throwing this stuff away? It's good stuff. And I'm like, grandma, she told me throw it away. I'm going to throw it away. 
And she's just making up. And I'm like, woman, you called me over here to clean this room and get everything out. Why are you trying to keep this shit? So eventually I lost that war. The ex-wife is going to pick up her new her her shoes that she had there. And I'm just like, whatever. Like, I got the room clean as best as I could with all that shit there. And then I got to watch this movie with the girlfriend. I had a funny story that I told before. Not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. She knows <laughs> when she watches this, all I'm gonna say is it still hurts. That's all I'm gonna say. It still hurts. Chad you know. Daddy. That's wow. a problem. That's all I'm gonna say. Well, I'm, I'm gonna say a shame on her. Shame on her. Yeah. Shame on you, Mel. So okay, so I mean, I like I'm guessing you guys also talked about it this week. I also got Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed for the PS5. Oh, we did not talk about that yet, but I'm yes. surprised. Uh, that's it's a really fun game, and I'm happy that they announced that they got a lot of DLCs and stuff in the works. Mm-hmm. So. Have it, I, it takes a while to get used to actually busting ghosts, but I gotta say, I got to, I'm getting pretty decent at it. So I'm not, I didn't give up, like you said, Scoobs, don't give up. Just practice, I practice, love, practice. I love playing as the ghost. Oh, <gasps> Tyler, what's up, buddy? What's hey, up, buddy? Hey, real quick, I can't see the chat, or am I stupid here? I see the uh, chat. Are you wait? Are you in the managerial mode? Did you click the chat? No, I did not. Where is yeah, it? see, you're in manager mode. You're not used to that when you do it on yours. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm not used to this laugh feature. What up, brother? <laughs> okay, so tell the story. No, I'll tell you later, brody. But uh, but yeah, like I said, I, I played that this weekend. Had a lot of fun with it. My son, they uh, finished the regular season in soccer. They actually finished the regular season in second place. So nice. Saturday was a tournament. They had all the teams play together and, you know, just to see how well they advanced. And he, his team went two wins up. It was a uh, round robin. So you had to lose twice. So there was another team that had two wins and they were the first place team throughout the regular season. So they had to do a shootout to see who would play in the semifinals and see who could skip the semifinals and go straight to the finals. Well, my son's team won the shootout. So they got to play one less game. Unfortunately, oh. They still lost in the final. They finished in second place. I'm a proud motherfucker. I don't care. I, I'm happy. Uh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Because awesome, he's really happy with how well they did. I mean, he's not the best player on the team, but I don't care. He's having fun, and he wants to come back and do it. He wants to come back for spring soccer. He's really excited for it. So, you know, it's, it's win-win. You know, I'm really happy he found something he really enjoys. So, And the funny right. thing is, the teams that finished the tournament are for, went, uh, you know, they went first, second, and third place. Also finished the regular season in that same order. Oh, yeah, so that's pretty oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Even better. Yeah, All heck right. yeah. Uh, let's see what else did I do. Um, not a whole lot, you know. You know, yesterday was like cleaning. Oh, oh, and I, I since I told you guys in the chat, I'm gonna tell you guys this. Um, lately, I've been like trying to buy up like a lot of uh, older comics from like the '80s properties and stuff. Like I've got. I don't know if you guys know what sectars is. If you remember that, they were like an action figure line of these people that were like insects. Well, I got the whole comic line of that, and I've been trying to get some uh, some of the old He-Man Masters of the Universe comics. The, the original DC version, not the one that Marvel put out that was based on the cartoon. The, the DC was a little bit different. So I ordered it a couple of weeks ago on eBay, and I got it for a steal. It was like 15 bucks for the whole set, and that's the cheapest. I've never seen it that low. You can't even get the first issue for that cheap, right? So I got that. Uh, with taxes and everything, it came to like $22. So it finally came in the mail the other day, and I was really excited. And I opened it up, and what do I see? The 18. Oh, yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah. I opened it up, and I saw the first one. I'm like, that can't be right. I'm like, well, maybe it's a bonus comic that they threw in, because the last person I ordered comics from, they did that. Sometimes they do that, yep, yep. 
So they're just like, I can't get rid of these. Yeah, exactly. So I look at these, I'm like, (laughs) okay, this is definitely not what I ordered. So I took a picture of it, got on eBay, emailed them and say, hey, I'm sorry, but I think you might have sent me the wrong package. Hmm. So she emailed me back within like not even a minute. She's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I mixed up packages. I'll give you a full refund immediately. I'm like, okay, that's cool. You know, accidents happen. Not a big deal. I'm not going to find them again for that price, most likely. But, hey, I got my money back anyway, so I can't complain. Right. But the sad thing is, like, a the guy that got my package. Oh, don't say package. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. The guy that got my comics. <laughs> Thank you. First off, you probably got an even better deal than I got because these 18 comics no way cost that much. And second, if he didn't like what he got, that's another refund that that person had to issue. So they're out like decent amount of money now. And I kind of feel bad. Yeah, that sucks, dude. Yeah, that, that's that does. Now, is there any which way you can get a hold of said person? Because there's obviously two of you. Like, she's got to know the answer. I'm, ass- like, but I am, I'm assuming well, she would probably know. But it, you know, if they don't want to give it up, they don't want to, you know, return or whatever. Hey, you know, nothing I can do about it. Right? I got my Maybe money back. Like, that's the most I, I can do. Team and I got fucking Masters of the Universe scored. Like, yeah, and that's you know, no big deal. There's nothing I can do. I really. want to meet the dude who wanted the A Team ones, though, man. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty, like I, I want to know what his shit. It was Mr. T. I, no I was about to say it's Mr. T. He's like, I did the show. Penny the fool sent me these. Right? No, he's like, I did the show and I didn't even get a comic. But I, honest to God, I didn't even know there were eighteen comics until I opened that up. Yeah, no, I mean, and I'm pretty sure it was just these three issues that Marvel put out too. So, and, and oh, really? I got, yeah, and I've got an interesting collectible now, and I got a funny story to go along with it. You know, it is what it is. Awesome, awesome, nice, nice. dude. All right. Yeah, well, if you want to so, hand over to Bob, absolutely. Hi, I'm Bob. Um, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not part of the cool kids because uh, right now I'm still working on getting a system, which I think is going to be happening soon. Uh, but it's going to be the one that I want, so I'm waiting. Cause we uh so Friday night, me and my girlfriend and my one friend, we actually went to a porn convention here in Jersey. Oh, and we went. And what was that? What was that? Not porn, <laughs> right? Porn. Okay, thank you, Bobby. Not you it. animal. Oh, no, easy, 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 easy. My is one buddy a, uh, is this like an AVN convention? Or no, something? it's like... it's called Exotica. It, they they do it every year over here in Edison. My okay. one buddy, my one buddy's a vendor there, so he was in town. So I was like, "Well, let's go for a night." We went for uh, Sat Friday. So we, you, know, I know what you're thinking. Like, oh my god, it's so much. Like after like two hours, you've seen everything. It's really not. It, it's fun, but after two hours, you're like, okay. I'm good. So is like, it? It's an actual convention, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the cosplay yeah. at these conventions? <laughs> everything. No, every, no, everything. There, there were people that had a little bit of horror. Obviously, there were really? people that had some. There's actual uh, cosplay. At, uh, I saw. I saw a couple. Okay, yeah. so what's what's the furry to human ratio there? <laughs> That's my question. Honestly, uh, dude, I feel like you would catch more furries at an anime con than a, a sex con. I could be wrong. Dude, okay. Uh, uh, so, all right, so Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, on Friday night, no. There were none, not many furries. Dude, Pittsburgh know. has an actual furries convention every year. Anthrocon. It's right around, uh, I think they have it around Columbus State? No. You know what, I bl- you know what, dude? Honestly, like, not for nothing, but you could blame Disney for that. I mean, dude, I look at Goofy, Goofy Movie. 
And there's no reason and a dog woman should look that hot. So <laughs> I don't give a shit. Like, you know what? It's Disney's fault. Some of the non-sexualized costumes are really elaborate and really well done, too. These are like professional, like almost. Oh, some of them are. Mascots. Oh, yeah. Some of them are crazy, dude. So there's there's people that put a lot of money into that. Yep. Hey, man. Everybody's got their stick. Whatever. I have, Anyways, I have Brody dying in our uh, in, in our chat. Yeah, right. I could only imagine, dude. He's probably wheezing. Uh, uh, but so, yeah. So anyway, was, so yeah, poor convention. That, that was cool. Friday night. It was fun. Like, listen, put it to this way. Like, we all go to cons and like everybody's friendly. And there's no judgment, really. It's basically the same deal there, except nobody gives a shit what the fuck you're doing. Like, it's like, we're, listen, we don't care if you're gay, straight, whatever you are. It's, you're here to have a good time. You have a good time. They don't. I, I, I feel bad. I feel bad for the, uh, the maids that have to clean up after that, like in the hotel Bro, rooms. Honestly, yeah. if you go to Monster Mania, you're going to feel bad for the maids at there. Cause, <laughs> oh, yeah. Considering, yeah. What, you, considering yeah. what you found. Yeah, in the parking lot. Yeah, we don't need to go there. <laughs> well, Heather already brought it up in the chat if you didn't know. She notice. did. She yeah. did. I don't have the chat. Damn it, I, have it on, I, ha I have it on my phone, so I can see it. I do remember the butt plug. I can never not remember uh, the butt plug. <laughs> Damn. But anyway, there was just a lot of dry anyway. humping in the lobby that day at Con. So I could, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, yeah. Oh, you saw that too, huh? <laughs> yeah. How could you not? <laughs> how much of it, how much of it involved Joe Gallo? None of it, dude. I was <laughs> sitting with Gallo while we were watching it happen. I was like, <laughs> anyway, continuing on. <laughs> Uh, Saturday, uh, me and my girlfriend, we were I out with knew. our, without our, uh, one friend, we actually drove down to Delaware and did the haunt Delaware. Frightland, which Ooh, was nice. Awesome. Yo, Frightland. So basically Frightland is a haunt with eight attractions and a big fucking field and an amusement park. Okay. But when I say amusement park, I don't, don't think of like Six Flags or what you, it's, it's a carnival, but they still have plenty of rides. So you can literally go get scared, come over, get food and go on rides. Do they have like, booze? No. See, I have yet to go to a haunted house that has alcohol. And I understand I'm pretty sure why. there's a reason why. I don't care <laughs> why. Let me enjoy it. Damn it. Even more so. Anyways. All right, give me one second here, guys. <laughs> but oh, you're fine. But so, yeah, so Saturday night was that. And then Sunday, uh, me and my uh, my family, me and my girlfriend, we went pumpkin picking with my family for a few hours. And then last night, I worked a haunt that I have always been a part of for like the past 10 years. And I did it last night with a buddy of mine and some old friends. And that was a good fun time to get out and scare the shit out of people again and basically tell them why they all suck right to their faces. Right. Basically. <laughs> and. That was that was my weekend, basically, in a nutshell. There, there is one thing I just want to show you guys because I mentioned it before. So yeah. I'm I'm a big headless horseman fan. Just so we're all aware. Hell yeah! Dude. I, I remember you so, saying that before. So this right here, I mentioned it before, and I think Chad's like they still make figures. So this is brand new from Four Horsemen, and it's a headless horseman figure, but it's the whole horse, the headless horseman, and it comes off magnetically. Ooh, oh shit what? nice that's sweet and here it is like if you could kind of see it wow fuck like, you yeah. ring light stop yeah like they, like they really went all like how many horse, pumpkin heads you get you get two you get two pumpkin heads he's got all the hands the horse you can move around like the back shot of this 
You can sell them. Oh, oh nice. That. That's awesome. How that much? How many? Awesome. How many bones? Uh, about one twenty. One twenty. That's not bad. No. That's not. I mean, that's bad for but, me, but for that. No, well, I, I well when I saw it, I was like, I gotta get it because I'm I'm a big headless horseman person. I love the that horseless tail. headman. Okay, have That's you guys true. just 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 going back to the whole four horsemen thing? I have looked at their website. And you see some of the other stuff they have, like they have these really really nice figures that are like um like fantasy type figures, like World of Warcraft type things like that, and they have figures that are inspired by Masters <clears throat> of the Universe figures that look better than the Masters of the Universe figures. I believe. Oh, that. so nice! Oh my god, they're, they're so cool looking too. Like they're not, they of course they can't use the names or anything, but look up if you guys ever get a chance. Look up, you know, Masters of the Universe Four Horsemen, and it'll show up. I can't remember the name of the line right offhand, but it's really fucking super cool. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Do so they, they do that with a bunch of different stuff? Like where they have like different? They don't look like GI Joes, do they? No, no. Okay, no. there's like this weird toy company mm-hmm. I saw or found over the weekend that like makes things like GI Joes. But it makes it out of other cartoon characters. So there's like a Charlie Brown and Snoopy coming out. And I've then seen this. Like, yeah, they look cool as fuck, dude. Yeah. Like, I want some of them. Anyways. <laughs> See, now I got you guys talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, so and then so that was my weekend in a nutshell. Basically, a lot of time with the girlfriend, a lot of time with friends and a lot of time with family. Nice. It was wonderful. And then today I actually had off because of rain. So I was still very productive, went to the gym, all that stuff, and I watched this movie. So, and we're about to talk about that, but first, I need to hear what big old big dick Johnny D has to say about his. <laughs> well, uh, I wasn't here last week, so I have been playing the shit out of Ghostbusters Unleashed, or at least what I can play out of it. I got buddies <clears throat> that are just crushing me in the rankings, but they also are hitting it way harder than I am. Um Loving that shit, dude. Still playing my Switch game that I got a couple weeks ago at Retro Game Con because I fucking can't put that down as well. Uh, I also got to go hit up the Haunted Houses this weekend, which was nice. We hit up... Where'd you go? Where'd you go? Where'd you go? Frightmare Farms. Actually... Heard uh, of it. Heard of it. Never been. Our, uh, our buddy of ours, uh, Mr. Jordan Harvey, he usually works there. He wasn't working there that mm-hmm. night. Uh, his date was in town, so he was schmoozing nice. on that. But no, it was a good thing. It's um, it's what the fuck was that? It's three uh walkthrough, three walkthroughs, and a haunted hay haunted hayride, and then they got like movies playing the whole time, and a couple of different like food tents and shit like that. No beer there either, <clears throat> but don't worry, I went well prepared as I always <laughs> do. Um, so I had a really fucking good time. The walkthroughs were great. I think my favorite one was called the Labyrinth. Uh, there was a cave system in it for where, like, dude, I was just bouncing. Like, that's the only way to explain it. Cause, like, it was so <laughs> tight with the way the cave system was. Yeah, I was just like, wouldn't Like, I was like fucking flubber going through there, dude. It was funny as hell. And it's like, my brother in law is like Bobby's size, dude. He's like 6'5. So he was like right there with me, just like fucking crouching down and shit. Tyler, it's not like you're right around the corner. You're always invited, buddy. Um, <laughs> He's a Jersey too. He's just fucking far as Bob. Um, no, it was a good time. So before we go any farther, and I, I don't want to put too much time out of this, but this is something I feel like it, it lingers in the territory and that's something we could all talk about because we've all experienced. And that is the hayride. Mm-hmm. Now, I always enjoy a good hayride. <laughs> I, I like the very theatrical like presence of the hayride. Yes. Like, you know what I'm I mean? 100% with you. Now, here is my question. 
What wow. is what? No, no, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. What is the preferred or what should be the preferred seating situation for a hayride? Just get on the wagon and that's it. What kind of wagon though? I mean, like, okay, so the case of well, point, all right, so, all right, the one so, we were in, or, you go in and you sit on the bench all facing inward. So anything you see, if you're on the side, you're looking over people or you're looking behind you. If you, I was in the back, which was cool because I had people coming up on me, but you still got to look over people to like really see everything. Now, I've also been like, let's say at Headless Horseman's Hay Rides. That's oh. the one where they have just a bunch of hay bales on it. Yeah. Back like a pyramid and everybody's got their legs hanging off the wagon. Like I prefer almost like the, how do I want to say the mall island seat style? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where everybody's backs together. Yeah. Now I propose a third option that I've never seen before, but I want it done. Well, there's actually, a, it, it's, it's one of two ways. I say like almost theatrical seating to where you set it up where it's like, do, 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 do. You have like a couple different like heights. So everybody could see over everybody. Or my buddy pitched it. You have it stadium style where it's all one sided. So everybody is facing the same side and you set up the hayride all that way. What do you guys think would be the best? Well, all right. I'm going to chime in first here because. Yeah, I don't want to go too far on this. I just want to. Well, real quick, as a person who's worked a haunt and I've been on for myself many hayrides, I've had all, all of those. I've had where you're sitting, your legs are dangling off, you're all facing in or you're all on hay bales, whatever. Honestly, I prefer the one where we all have to face inside. Uh, for me, it's that scare factor. Because you don't know what's coming. You can see what's in front of you. But you're not going to see what's behind you. So for me, because I've seen it, people are sitting there. They can't look. Someone's behind them. And they get them so good. Oh, my God. It's so great. But, hey, there's my buddy. Sorry. There's my buddy, Gene, real quick. Uh, he's been bugging Gene? me for a while to get the link, and I just finally got a chance to give it to him. Yeah. So he's watching the live on uh, YouTube. Uh, but, Bobby, I'm with you, buddy. I Seating inward, that's more of the classic hayride. When you think hayride, that's what you think of. So that's he, I, but, but, I, but, I like sitting outward myself. No, no, yeah. I, no I, liked, I like that, too. But I know I've heard a couple incidences, not in Headless, or but some other places. People get too stupid. Oh, my God, my feet are now touching. And then they get fucking idiots. You know, something happens. Oh, yeah, but yeah no, absolutely. I, but I, I think I still think that's a great idea because, yeah, you could see everything still, but you're still not seeing what's on the other side. Now, there was a place I went to last year, Demon Acres, and they did it different to where everybody was facing inward, but there was a clear giant aisleway through it so actors can come up onto the thing. Yes. But here's the problem with that. Some of the actors got really weird and creepy with the girls on the thing. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not saying that's just hay rides or anything. That's just obviously those specific actors. But I'm saying, dude, for Headless Horseman, man, the thing that scared me the most was the Clydesdale looking me right in the fucking face when I didn't <laughs> know it was going to be there because I'm looking over here and I look over this way and I have a horse's head that's as big as my head to my dick, dude. And I'm well, like, holy fuck. Well, real quick, if you want me to, I can discuss that on this week's new machine shop with another yes. review. Excellent. We should. Which, we by the way, the new one, that. the new one is done. I haven't sent description yet to boss. It should be. I'll see if we can get it up this week or whichever. So, but that Bro, will be if done. you if you want a little topic discussion for that, I am totally down for something like that. But yes, uh, on that, joined haunted houses, joined Ghostbusters, and then 
watch this fucking movie and I'm ready to talk about it. So we are going to do that. Yeah. We are talking 13 Ghosts. Whose pick was this? This was my pick. That's yours. Technically, well, actually, actually, Mrs. It Johnny was D's. not my pick. It was my <clears throat> wife's pick. So yeah. kudos to my wife. Um, so yeah, we're covering 13 Ghosts. Scuba, when did this drop, bud? This was released October 26, 2001. And now for that juicy, juicy plot rundown. Mm-hmm. Arthur and his two children, Kathy and Bobby, inherit his Uncle Cyrus's estate, a glass house that serves as a prison to 12 ghosts. When the family, accompanied by Bobby's nanny and an attorney, enter the house, they find themselves trapped inside an evil machine designed by the devil and powered by the dead to open the eye of hell. Aided by Dennis, a ghost hunter, and his rival Kalina, a ghost rights activist, out to set the ghost free, the group must do what they can to get out of the house alive. (laughs) Directed by Steve Beck, who did Ghost Ship, not to be confused with Ghost Boat, Nope, not good. Written by Neil Marshall Stevens, Retro Puppet Master, Hellraiser, Debtor, Richard Diovido, Diovideo, Diovideo. Wait, there's really a Hellraiser called Hellraiser Debtor? Yeah, that was like. That was fine. Isn't that Uh, that the one that wasn't even a fucking pinhead movie and they just kind of added pinhead after the fact? No, that was the one before it. Was that the one before that one? Yeah. It's just literally called Debtor. That is. I th- is, yeah. I almost want right, to say anyway. this is, but wait, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think that might be the other one with Kirsty in it. I'll, I'll take your words for it. Mm. I mean, yeah. I, don't I don't remember. I haven't they seen it in a long of, time. Yeah, I same. just sorry that just caught me off guard. That just seems really like bad. Yes. Yeah, so anyways, so Richard Diovideo, who did Exit Exit Wounds and The Forger, produced by Robert Zemeckis, Ghost Ship, House of Wax, Joel Silver, Predator, Die Hard. Gilbert Adler, Bordello of Blood, House on Haunted Hill. Bobby, yeah! hit us with those names. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna screw up his last name because I never pronounced it once. So just give me a, Tony Shalahal. Who? Shalub. Shalub. I don't know. I, so Tony Shalub from Monk and Galaxy Quest as Arthur. You just said his name. Now I can't fucking. Criticos. Criticos. And Beth Davids. David. Yeah, Davidits. Whatever. <laughs> Army of Darkness fallen as Kalina. Ortizia, oh shit! It was oh, her. her. Oh my Dude, god! I could not remember where the fuck I saw her. Yeah, oh my Sheila. god! It was wow, Sheila. She Way. Oh my god! Holy shit! Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I love how Bobby's reaction is like five seconds behind everyone else. Because it like took me a second. Like, wait, who'd she play? I'm like, oh, holy that's shit! Right. That's her. Oh my god! Yeah, like scuba and nice light bulbs. You want to kiss me? Uh, you found me beautiful once, honey. Right. You got real ugly. Oh, Bobby, right. your uh, delayed reaction made this this whole episode. <laughs> You're I welcome. I thought it was playing until I saw his eyes, and I was like, "Oh shit, he's serious." <laughs> I, I, it like took me like who? I, anyway. Uh, Matthew Lillard, Scream, Scooby Doo, as Dennis Rafkin, Shannon Elizabeth. I mean, we all know uh, yeah. American Pie, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back as yeah. as Kathy Griffiths. Yep. <laughs> Alec Roberts. That's what I. That's what I have the girlfriend programmed under in my phone. Is nice. Nice. <laughs> Alec Roberts, Traffic and ER as Bobby Criticos, Raw Digga. That's how I'm saying. I like that name. Carmen. It's her rap name. It's not her real name. <laughs> well, it's there now, so it's her real name. Rod Carmen, Digga. a hip hopper as Maggie Bess, 
F. Murray Abraham, last action hero, mimic as Siri, 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 Cyrus. Siri, Cyrus. 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 I can't say it. Sorry. <laughs> Cyrus Criticos. And J.R. Bourne, M. The Exorcism of Evan Lee Rose, Ginger Snaps back, the beginning, as Ben Moss. Chad. Very nicely done there, Bobby. I tried, music, I tried. Music by John Frizzell, Alien Resurrection, and the recent Beavis and Butthead do the Universe, which was a fantastic movie. Cinematography by Gail Tattersall, who did Ghost Ship and Tank Girl. Edited by mm. Derek Bretchen, who did Stargate and Deep Blue Sea. Effects and makeup by KNB. We all know who the fuck they are. Distributed by Warner Brothers Pictures, runtime of 91 midgets, rated R for mature audiences, budget 42 mil, grossed 68.5 mil. Wasn't quite a success. It didn't quite make its money back, but pretty close. I mean, so a friend of mine is a big fan of this movie, and I can understand why. It is. I still think it's a solid movie. Mm -hmm. I think there are some moments, though, that really could use, like touch up or some that even shouldn't have been there but still a fun movie i love the ghost and particularly the jackal yes so all right seeing we're discussing this yeah this movie is entertaining as all hell yes now is it a good movie is a totally different potential question just keep in mind keep in mind this is a remake of a william castle movie yeah, so it's all about theatrics. To which I have never seen the original, so I will. Same. I've never seen the original either. Same. I have. The original is actually. I mean, you know, it, it is what it is. I'm not going to say here. Oh, it's the greatest thing. No, it, the original is pretty damn good. I would say. I think that's one you guys just check out on your own if you get a chance. I would. But can you watch it in the original version where you have to have the special 3D glasses to see the ghost? Because that's the one I want to see. Right. I don't think Ooh. they even ever released that on like DVD. Like I didn't that, think they I mean. did, but I, I would. That's the one I want to see. Okay, sure. so this movie, given the time, this is two thousand one. Two thousand. This time for movies and just everything was just. This was the extreme era. Mm-hmm. This was the start of the extreme era, yeah. right? Yeah. And the start like, of the darkening. Yeah, yeah. You boys yeah. know. Yeah. We all know. Yeah. And so. This movie is definitely is starting with the darkening. I will say full out. Yes. It's not one of the worst ones in the darkening by any means. Um, now, some may argue it's because we get some bodacious titties the whole time throughout. Maybe so. Maybe that helps. I don't know. I personally really like Matthew Lillard in this movie, but I believe he has noted that he does not like this movie at yeah. all. It is not his best performance either. No. I yeah. I, I think he's his, good at what he was trying to get, but I still think certain mm, parts is like... Mm. I don't think so. His acting was very, very like... Um, I don't want to say stiff, but it was... You like you could tell he was acting. It didn't... Like, it was forced. Yeah. It, yeah. it like, almost it, felt like he was intentionally acting bad, because we know he's a good actor. Yeah. We know he's better than that. Look how great he was in Scream. Much as I don't like Scream that much, the first one... He was pretty fantastic. No, yeah. see, I would have said Scooby Doo myself. Yeah, we know we all know he was good. He all, we all know he was great in that, but you know, Scream really showed his acting chops. I thought it did. It, I, I mean, I don't know. I didn't think he was bad in this. Like, I always enjoyed his character in this. I enjoyed. I mean, maybe some of the stuff was a little hokey, but obviously, there's other stuff with this movie that is very with the times. 
yeah, I, did, um, I, I did. I would say Matthew Lillard did definitely have the best line of the whole movie when he said, did I say there's a petting zoo down in the basement? No, there no. are ghosts down there. <laughs> <laughs> the elongated no, dude. Um, no, it's... It, okay, so hands down, the ghost designs, I think, are all cool as fuck. Yeah, I wish I had the old DVD because I used to have because the DVD had this all this cool extra shit about all the ghosts, dude. And it was so much like, I don't know, just to have all that extra like juicy, like bullshit of that. Like, it doesn't matter, but it totally just makes it that that in my notes. Do you? Oh, like what on each one or like, what are we talking? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The stories are fucking crazy, man. Yeah, Yeah, no, I love the stories of the ghosts, which is why. They should do something with that. I agree. We'll talk about that later. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's actually been talked about, too. I think we even Um, talked about it last week. We probably did. I wouldn't know. I I was thinking last week (laughs) when we were looking ahead, we talked about that. You can still find it on YouTube. You are correct, Ben. Um, No, this movie. I mean, dude, you know, you got young Shan Elizabeth. Meow. Just all day. The nanny's not too bad. Eh. I I think she's good too. You get some cool. You get some cool gore, which was yes. like you don't get a lot of it, but you get but, it when you get it. But, but this was they, awesome. But this was very they, mainstream. So for like, yeah. and I because I remember dude being in school and like all the kids on the bus talking about it. It was a more mainstream horror movie that I, everybody got to see, and I feel like it kind of helped with a lot of like you know what I mean. I feel like it brought a lot of people into it. Just thoughts, but. Chad, you look like you got something you wanted to. No, I was just gonna. I completely forgot what I was gonna say. But yeah, this is this is a popcorn move. This is a total popcorn move. Oh, yeah. absolutely. This is, it's it's mindless. Yeah. This is a lot. Like this was that time. Like you know, movies like Ghost Ship were coming out. They just came off the remake of House on Haunted Hill. You know, so it's this was like we said the start of the darkening. But it was also the start. Isn't this the same company that released Ghost Ship? Like I think yes. it's just Go, it's. So, it's yeah. So, I so can, Ghost... I can look ahead. I can look ahead in my notes and say, okay. this... "Well, I, I already did... know what you're gonna, yeah." Because Ghost Ship did... was like, "I was trying to hill this," and then they were supposed to keep doing William Castle movies, but mm. because this bombed and they House of Haunted Hill wasn't a big success, they, they needed, needed an original, original one, and they did Ghost Ship, and that was a big failure too. So then they just closed up shop. Yeah. Damn. Well, I, I think... enjoy all those movies, dude. <laughs> well, and I'm not gonna. I mean, I. I did watch the remake of House on Haunted Hill. I think it's good, but I understand why. Okay, Gene, Gene wants to talk about the movie Popcorn. Gene, we've actually reviewed that in one of our very first episodes, and it's actually been discussed that we may want to review it again with the current crew that we have now. So keep keep your eyes and ears open, buddy, because I will let you know when and if we do it again, but I have a Say, feeling it's going to be very within the next, if not this year, early next year, we'll be doing it again. Say, Chad, Daddy, you were the only one who actually watched that film. For I yeah, because I've never, I've never yeah. seen it. I didn't Me and Gene, the first time I saw it was with my buddy Gene there. He used to have the, nice. the poster hanging up at his, on the wall in his bedroom. Oh, man, we have great oh, yeah. memories about that. Nice, oh, dude. Yeah. So we obviously have overuse of CGI in this, unfortunately. But like mm-hmm. a lot of stuff, I feel like kind of does have to happen. Sometimes it doesn't. So like one that doesn't have to happen was the glasses transition, I feel, into the 3D, into the 3D glasses so we could see the, um, the angry the princess in oh, the yeah. bathroom. Um, I get the transition. I still feel like you didn't need 3D glasses to do it. I feel like you could have just had the static glasses there. It, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It just seemed like an extra, like, bunch of shit you had to make for no reason. 
But I think they were just doing that to add tribute to the original version of the film where you had. Oh, no, I like the the glasses. I'm saying that, like, you didn't need the 3D, like, reversal of the 3D glasses. Like, you could have been like, dude, just put the glasses down and we'll take a fucking pan shot through the, you know what I mean? And then just. Yeah, and. You know, there was there was a lot like the CGI did not hold up like no. I, watching it last night. I was like, wow. And I, yeah. I told the girlfriend because she had never seen this before and she fucking loved this movie. She had yes. never seen it. She was so distracted by it that other plans got ruined. But <laughs> uh, she fucking she, she loved ouch. She loved it so much and she was just so distracted by it. And, you know, but I, I was just so thrown off by some of the shitty CGI. You know, Especially when you see the machine in this house. The machine. So, oh, yeah, yes, that was really machine. bad. That was, it looks yeah. so it's, terrible. Not, especially at the very end when it started breaking down. It yeah. looked even worse then. Oh, yeah. when it was doing like the whole like... Like it didn't even look like CGI. Backwards. It looked like it was cel-shaded animation. Yeah. Yeah, it was... Uh, yeah. I, it, it, I, yeah. I like the idea of it, though. I like the whole concept. Like the house, I love. It's yeah. A weird, it, I wish the house was utilized a little more. Like, I mean, it is still a pretty big plot device for the th- you know what i mean like obviously it's isolating everybody opening up trapping them all inside and shit but i don't know i wish we got even more through it are you doing the dvd <laughs> sandpaper palms jesus fuck dude rip 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 in peace <laughs> um well i mean i mean is there anything else like I didn't think acting was bad. I didn't think anybody like hammed it, hammed it in. I mean, you guys thought. Oh no, 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 no. Matthew Lillard did. You thought, Matthew Matthew Lillard Lillard did. yeah. And the little kid wasn't that great of an actor. No, but like, well, he's a, he's, he did a I couple of things, annoying. and he did. I was going to say, like, you could tell he was like a TV actor trying to act with, you know, right. more super, you know, better actors. I mean, Tony Shalhoub did great. He played the grieving father, I think, very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Shannon Elizabeth, you know, she was that teenage daughter, you know, and, and the she was nanny twenty something good. playing a teenage yeah twenty daughter. yeah twenty something <laughs> playing a teenage daughter. Um, I love, I love the ghosts in this, and that that this is why I love the movie so much is just the way that they portray the ghosts. And there was even some ghosts that I forgot about watching it because I hadn't watched it in so long. There's I forgot few- about. There's a few like, like little the, minus ones that are always like in the back. Yeah, like the the pilgrim or whatever the, the pilgrim. The pilgrimess. Yeah, your yeah. pilgrimess. I had forgot about her completely. I had forgot about. Um, I forgot about the torso myself. Oh, see. Oh I, yeah, I forgot no, about the torso. Yeah. One that always freaked me out. I forgot about the the girl in the prom dress. What the hell is her name? Okay, her. That's another. That's another one that I forgot. Yeah. Uh, torso. I always mom? liked because that was always just fucked, dude. <laughs> like with the saran wrap and shit. Like. The mom and the the, the, the small baby. mom and the and the big baby. Oh, really? You I, forgot, I forgot about that? About that. Yeah. I always, well, I always remember ones, the baby. I always, I always the only ones that, I remembered dude. were the, 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 the prince, the the juggernaut, of course, the jackal, yeah. uh, the, the handle or the hammer, the am, hammer, yeah, whatever. The hammer. Yeah, yeah. See, the funny thing is, yeah. when I, was, I always remembered it, and it's been that's how long it's been since I've seen this. It's been probably almost twenty years, but I always remembered them for some reason. I thought the juggernaut and the hammer were the same one. Oh, I mean, obviously no, they're not, no, 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 but no. in my memory, I thought that I got them mixed no. up because I thought the hammer and, was the juggernaut. Because they call the juggernaut, juggernaut like three princess. different titles, though, because they call yeah, he it, had, like, yeah. he's called the breaker, but that was like his actual like name, like when he was alive, like that was a like serial killer name, whatever. Right. Then he's the juggernaut, but in the book, it's labeled as Titan. So you know what I mean? Like 
Yeah. For for me, the jackal was always the, the jackal's always the best, dude. Well, like, and not only that, because a, a friend of mine, uh, her name is Corinne. Uh, she is a brilliant cosplayer. She got that costume down to a T. Nice. She did. Wait, it she Mania. wasn't. Was she the one she, that won at Mania? When, she, in August? she did. So yeah, no, not this past August. Oh, no. okay. She. This was years ago. She. She wasn't there. She did Mary Shaw. She's done the Jackal. She did an alien, a xenomorph by herself. Like she. Oh fucking, shit. But but her Jackal, oh, was so good, so good. But is it any Sneaky Pete? Let me ask you that. It's better than Sneaky Pete. Yes. <laughs> They have no idea what the hell we're talking about. Nope, they don't, so, but that's okay. They'll figure right. it out one day when they all want to If you come ever down. arrive at a Jersey Horror Con, you're going to see this dude named Stinky Pete. And he's yeah. just one. Of, you know how every town has that crazy dude? That just has mm-hmm. like, <laughs> a crazy Ralph? Well, that's this dude. He's but the he's, convention but, crazy. Right, right. He's the convention. Like, the dude's awesome as fuck. Don't get me oh, wrong. Yeah. Like, this is his, like, it's a shtick is, is Stinky Pete. Like, you know what the um, weird part is, is John, is I never met him before, and he showed up at my birthday party. I'm like, yeah, Yo, that's what nice I'm saying. I was like, oh, <laughs> nice to meet you, man. And he's like, hi, nice to meet you. And then off he went. Cause like, oh, that's great. That's, I know. I was like, and I, was, I was telling the wife, I was like, you know, that was Stinky Pete, right? And she was like, wait, that was? I was like, yeah, the dude with the goatee. I'm like, he usually has like an old man like hood on when he's doing. Yeah, dude, he goes around all covered in like fake poop and shit like that. All oh, big yeah. nutsacks oh, hanging out and shit. It's so gross. That it's so, uh, uh, so you guys are mentioning Stinky Pete. I was thinking like he was an actual crazy, and it turns out that he's doing shtick. That's even better. Yeah, yes. he always has like a giant poop smeared like arrow on his back, and then he's got like poop fucking like coming out his diaper oh. at the bottom and shit, dude. Does he always go into the sexiest competition for the cosplay? Yes, too? he always yeah. does. Always. <laughs> one of these, and by God, one of these days he'll win it. Yes, he, he will. Better, damn it. <laughs> it's been enough. All right. So, is there anything else we want to discuss before we throw in the Brody here? Well, I'm very interested to see no, what DKB I, I, has I, to say. I want to hear what he has to say. Because yeah. I feel like DKB is going to be a little bit where it's like, this is probably going to be nostalgic, but I feel like he's going to come in and rate it a little bit harder. <laughs> I I, wrong. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah. Let me Go load up that sexy mother lover. Yes, please. Well, well, well. How do you fucking do to you there, folks? It's DKB here back for another episode of Goromar. And this week I'm here to talk to you about 13 motherfucking ghosts. I just want to quickly say that, you know, back in the day when I was a kid watching this with my brother and his mates, um, it was kind of one of them films that was definitely like the hottest or the best thing since sliced fucking bread, if you could say. I mean, it was a film that you would suggest, like, if you had to suggest a film to fucking someone, they would always be like, 13 Ghosts, watch it. And, you know, what? me and my mates we were the same thing. We, we would, like, get together and watch fucking films, and then it was always thrown into the mix. And you know what, we would watch it and have fucking fun with it. It's definitely a film that you can just switch your brain off and have fun with it. Um, you know, that late 90s, early 2000s type from Dark Castle Productions, who obviously did, you know, House of Haunted Hill remake. So, you know, uh, it's definitely a product of its time. Um, and yeah, and like I said, that nostalgia fix. So what I really love about this film, probably, yeah, the most, is obviously the unique character designs of the ghosts themselves, the practical effects and the way that they're crafted in their uh, appearance and, you know, the actors that come in and, like, portray them, you know, it's a very physical and demanding role for some of them, you know, with the jackal, you know, screaming and carry on like a fucking idiot. Uh, but even, like, uh, the torso, you know, you've got a person without fucking limbs and that, so it just sort of has to really get into that headspace of how one would get around. Um, I don't actually know if they brought an amputee in 
or they just sort of green screen the limbs or put his legs through the ground. I don't really don't know how they fucking did that. But either or either with any of the ghosts, I think they're portrayed absolutely fantastically. They're fucking intimidating. Uh, the majority of them, they're absolutely scary. But at the same time, they're interesting. I really want to know a little bit more about their fucking backstories. And, yeah, hopefully one day we will get a fucking TV series, like a reboot, and just have an hour episode on each one. You know, a little bit of uh, the X-Files sprinkled in there with, I guess you could say, a morbid sense of the Ghostbusters. And, you know, an hour each episode, just capturing ghosts and getting a little bit more about their fucking history. Anywho... Yep, practical effects from Robert Kurtzman. I'm pretty sure he was one of them. He, fantastic job with the violence and the blood and, you know, that scene where the glass comes in and just cuts that mother liquor in half. You know, it's fucking fantastic. It's probably the one kill that I remember the most about this. So, you know, um, yeah. Uh, anywho, uh, what else? What else did I like about this? I do like the premise. I think it was really cool. The opening uh, first fucking 20 minutes of the way to kick off the film, they just jump straight into the fucking thing and set the whole film up in 20 fucking minutes. Um, and then it sort of goes down this little bit of a slope with the family um, and they come in and they're introduced to it. I understand, like I said, it's just, you know, dumb fun to an extent. You know, it's not really a thinking man or woman's type of horror film. And I, I still have fun with it every fucking time. I, I like it. Cinematography is nothing really to rave on about. We get a few repetitive shots, especially with the... I mean, the production design is absolutely fucking fantastic. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's a glass house, um, you know, but what if you wanted to have a shit or a wank? You could probably see, oh, yeah, that's all right. Joey's just over there having a poo. Oh, yeah, right, eh? Better not look at him. You know, just... But the whole design of that fucking structured house itself, like with the biomechanical shit going on with the glass, I thought it was really cool, and and they really didn't cheap out on the production quality for that, which is even better. Um, yeah, so it was, yeah, really, really good to see that. But yeah, some of the cin cinematography in this, you know, definitely felt repetitive. It was nothing really to rave on about, but it, it did what it needed to do, and it was good to see. Um, yeah, the, just... My couple of little negatives with this, you're probably going, Brody, you're thinking too fucking hard into it, but I I have to mention them because I... Anyway, I've got to fucking mention them. Matthew Lillard sacrificing himself for the dad. What the fuck was that about? He should have just stayed behind the fucking glass, you know. Um, obviously, they were able to kill a ghost that was hitting him with a bat. Just stay behind that bit of glass. It's protecting you. But no, Matthew Lillard decides to fucking, you know, try and take on two of the biggest fucking ghosts and obviously gets his back snapped, leading to when he comes back at the end and he's able to walk as a ghost. I thought you take on the physical appearance of what you were when you died as a ghost, if you know what I'm saying. So Lillard gets his back snapped and then he comes back and he's standing. They should have really played on the fact that he's back snapped and having sort of like fold backwards while he's trying to talk to the father or something really fucking cool and that just sort of, I know it's only something really tiny but it really rubbed me up the wrong way a little bit um you know we get two reveals that Cyrus isn't a ghost I think her name is Kalina yeah Kalina Kalina like takes her glasses off and he's not a ghost then the father takes his off near the end and he's still not a ghost we get it for fuck's sake why reveal that twice I just didn't understand that and why the fuck is Cyrus still getting around with a pretend throat slit? We know you're not a ghost, buddy, but fuck me, it's been a week since you've supposedly died and you're still pretending that your throat slit? Come on, for fuck's sake, grow up. Um, 
Yeah, they were my couple of little things that I just had to sort of rant on about, and they really pissed me off a little bit. Moving on to the score itself. Um, look, like I said, I like it for what it is. I like the premise. Um, it's just a shame that they couldn't really do a little bit more with it, um, especially with that early 2000s. Like, like I said, it's a product. It, it's a product of its time, and it was able to achieve what it needed to for that era. And like, I still enjoy it. I just hope we get a fucking TV series. I'm really trying to push that in my head. Anyway, um, yeah, Goremore score uh, three point six. And uh, this is your DKB signing out, and I'm looking forward to what you guys have to fucking say about this film. And yeah, I'll catch you, Mother Lickers, next week. Cheers. Thank you, right. Rody yeah. Kane, coming in with a 3.6. All right. Yeah, I want to say that when he brought up, you know, the fact about they're in a glass house and you got to see somebody having a shit or a wank, I actually thought about that too, watching this. I'm like, man, you're not going to have any privacy to get any business. You know, well, they did see that in though even the nurse was like i hope or they were like i hope the bathrooms are in the basement yeah but like obviously but the, basement, the, bathroom, but the bathroom had bathroom. frosted glass so right right it so it worked uh, 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 maybe, maybe there was a switch to make the rooms frosted now i do agree with brody and i don't understand why the uncle is still wearing the shit in the <clears> graveyard <throat> with i was like wondering that too yeah back. like is this school we're going like scooby-doo villain like <laughs> like you know what i mean like Damn that kid. Kind of, yeah, right. Like, with the scoops. It was my uncle the whole time. Damn. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, real quick, I'm going to call it this movie for all of us. Whatever we rate, it's going to be a 3.6. <laughs> he always knows. Brody always knows. All right. So I think, yeah, I feel like he hit it magically mm-hmm. on the head for like whatever no, the movie did say. So with that further ado, if there's nothing else to discuss, let's spread them cheeks. Yeah, Chad Daddy. Give me one second to get a drink here and hydrate. Chad Daddy's a little parched. We're gonna do yeah, that. So. Get a drink. Too. I'm all, I'm oh. always parched. It's it's my friggin' blood Ooh. pressure medicine. All right, quick enough. Look at that fucking. And Chad, this will fucking. Hey, Chad, he's on have... my level. That's what I like to see. He's got that fucking water dispenser. Jug. Just FYI, this is the start of my second gallon today. That's yeah, what buddy. Right there. So Chad Daddy, prostate. That um switch game I got from Premium Edition. Mm-hmm. They just got a contract. They're going to start doing PlayStation games. Oh, really? yeah. Nice. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I don't have a newer place. I got a PS4, but you know that's what I mean, dude? Like, obviously, they're going to probably do still they like the retro PS4. stuff and everything. Yeah, I would say. I wonder if they'll go all digital for that or if they'll press discs for it, too. No, dude. Their whole thing is the physical. Oh, so, so they oh, take nice. stuff. They take shit that's already you could dude like the game I got it was forty bucks right I could buy it digitally for fifteen yeah mm-hmm. sure but dude I'm not gonna lie I get more of a boner over the fucking boxes mm-hmm. my daughter got pissed the other day because my wife was like hey make sure you put daddy's game back in the case and she started like taking it out she's like why is there so many boxes I was like because <laughs> there needs to be she just don't get it nope all right a lot of young so- people. All right, let's get moving on this. So many viewers yes. complained that the movie had a lot of strobe lighting and flashy editing, making it physically painful to sit through. I personally didn't notice it. It didn't affect me. Didn't the strobe part would no. probably be with the jackal and shit, and I could see Oh, it, yeah. It did not. Yeah, oh, yeah, big time. No. But there's a, there a lot of people that get, you know, motion sickness watching found footage, and that never got me either. Same. 
No, no, I never bothered. Yeah. Eh. Uh, the effect for the torso was achieved using a double amputee wearing a special black hood that could be used to digitally remove his head. Oh, well, shit. hot jam. Okay. All right. Good for that guy, I guess. Of all the creature makeup created for the film, the angry princess required the longest time to apply at five hours. Well, yeah, she was na- I mean, well, they had to do her whole body. Well, was she? I was gonna say, was she actually naked, or was that like a bodysuit? She was. They show her butt. At the, it could still be a bodysuit. Yeah, dude, we thought we saw her naked. Oh yeah, remember Return of the Living Dead three? You know the heartbreak. That sorry, everyone. That yeah, sorry. let's not discuss that again. You did ruin that. I'm sorry, bad. guys. I'm sorry. Yes, you did. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, Herbert Duncanson, who plays the hammer, was not originally hired as an actor for the film, but as a stand-in for reference and test shots. When the original actor cast for the role never showed up, he was given the role of that ghost as a last-minute replacement, as there was no time to hold auditions for a recast. Could you imagine getting hired for a movie and you just don't show up? Like, I don't understand. Yeah, well, I... Uh, yeah. yeah, right. Hey, wait a minute. When the hell did Brody get back on Facebook? Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Sorry, that threw me off. My bad. <laughs> He's been on YouTube for a minute. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> okay, continue. The writing etched on one of the walls in the glass house translates to into the Lord's Prayer. Oh, shit. Yo, man, I'm not going to lie. It, I feel like I agree with my wife because she was like, if we showed up to a free house that you got from like a relative you don't really know, and there was Latin all over the walls. That's a big fucking no. I was like, you don't even want to go check out this? She's like, no. No. And well, I, like, I mean, she's not wrong because Latin is the only language where we barely know. So you can't really forget that. Not going to lie, dude. I feel like I would probably. Well, probably so here's what you do. You go in, decipher some of it. We'll keep the house and we'll rent it out. <laughs> right. I'd totally fucking go balls in. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I would too, but I'd be. I'd, you know what I thought was funny though was uh, he never signed the lawyer's papers. No, he never did. So one, none of that was ever actually his, and two, he can't be held responsible for any of the deaths. Well, even at that, he never would have got the house anyways. So I don't think it mattered. Cyrus True. wasn't dead. True. Right. <laughs> that shit was probably a floof, anyways. But hmm. all right. Whatever. Can I just say that? The guy who plays that lawyer, man, that is some typecasting right there. Yes. Yep. Oh, my God. Yes. Dude. Pure asshole. He just looked. Yes. He has that no, instantaneously look. Dude, he, like, I, he doesn't oh just have God. that look like he oozed asshole. Like it was coming out of his pores. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uzi asshole. Ooh. Wait, that's a whole different fucking situation. <laughs> he, must have had, he must have had some of those Pringles lean they sold back in the 90s. Oh, uh, sugar-free <laughs> gummy bears. Uh. Yeah, right. But yeah, he's back, baby. Um, yeah. All right. What else we got, Chad, Daddy? Okay, so the girl that played the, uh, the Angry Princess, this was her only film. She attracted a small cult following. Thanks to her brief role, a rumor circulated that the role was actually played by porn actress Aria Giovanni using a pseudonym, but this is incorrect. She was actually in an adult parody titled 13 Erotic Ghosts. All right. Steve didn't even know that existed. I'm happy Steve to didn't know either, it but he's looking it he's up. He's looking it up he right now. <laughs> Steve, he, send it to us if you find it. 
I got you. Yeah. The budget opening weekend box office gross. The budget opening weekend box office gross and box office gross overall. Of this film are virtually identical, within one million to that of House on Haunted Hill in '99. Uh, both films were adapted by stories written by Rob White and originally directed by William Castle. Real quick, See, that's cool, I never but got I'm to watch go... Scoob's face right now. That's he's right? he's he's researching. He is. I uh, I never got to see these in theaters, and I picked up Thirteen Ghosts when it was like <coughs> used at Blockbuster or something down the road. So I've actually never had a copy of Thirteen Ghosts. Mm. Uh, neither have I, but I, I still want to get the Screen Factory version of it. Considering I just picked up the the Army of Darkness Ultimate. Yeah, he did. Now. Bro, <laughs> so I was so I'm going to watch the director's cut, and I want that poster. Nice. All right. Any Scoob's yard over there, bud? Uh, I checked out. Sorry. He did. (laughs) And you're welcome. I'm I'm not even going to open it right now. I'm I'm sorry, but I am. It's the full movie. It's the full movie. Oh, shit. Continuing on. John, John's like, yeah, buddy. <laughs> Duncan McLeod's dragon katana from Highlander appears as one of the swords in Cyrus's collection. I noticed that shit. I saw that. That's not really a big surprise because that was a highly marketed katana in the collector's market back then. So It's still cool, though. It is still cool. <laughs> it's still very cool. This is the first film from a major American studio with three Arab-American leads, Tony Shalhoub, F. Murray Abraham, and Shannon Elizabeth. Oh. All right. That's not bad. It's pretty pretty cool. Steve Steve Beck's directorial debut after it, Beck would only direct one more film, the similarly-themed Ghost Ship, in 2002. Man, like, I know Ghost Ship does get some hate on it, dude. And unfortunately, I, I missed that episode when we reviewed it. But I, I find like that it. movie very enjoyable. I enjoy I, it. I like it. Yeah, but the best part of the movie is the intro. Of course. It, you're right. I, I mean, I like the soundtrack of it, too, dude. Like, I don't know. The, the whole weird, like, flashback, flash forward things, I always enjoyed, like, those little sections. I know some people didn't like them. And hey, it has, it has Carl Urban. I fucking love Carl. Yeah, we're not. I watch him anything. Fair. We're not talking about Ghost Ship, though. So, anyways, no, we've done that. Yeah. Shannon Elizabeth is only one year younger than Rod Digga, who played her nanny Maggie. You could tell. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I'm it's sorry, but it, I just I could not see Shannon Elizabeth as a teenager. She'd look Heather, no, insane, no. Heather. Wait, Ghost no. Ship is better than this. I, yeah, I would put them fucking right. Uh, I'd put them. I would say they're actually. Ver- I'd say they're very no. equal. I'd say they're equal. Not for me. Not for me at all. I'll have to get back to you on that. I honestly don't know. <laughs> I okay. really. Go ahead. I. I I feel like they're equal in all honesty because like I could watch them at the same time one way or the other you know what i mean and it wouldn't matter i wouldn't have to watch one first before the other i watched ghost ship the first time in theaters never watched it again until we had to watch it for the podcast didn't enjoy it the first time i saw it didn't enjoy it that much the second time i saw it i could watch 13 ghosts at least once a week i like the movie that's nothing wrong with that you know, if I if I have to say it though, like you, I feel like you could put these two movies up on two separate TVs, watch both, and you wouldn't miss a thing, no matter which okay. movie you're watching. Scoobs, yes. Ghost Ship, or Halloween Ends. 
Oh, gee. <laughs> that's an easy oh, one for him on that one, I feel. Yeah, maybe not. Bad. Maybe not. No, I, I don't think it is. <laughs> he's, he's thinking. Okay. <sighs> Halloween ends. Nope. Wow. I I would I would I, just I would much rather watch I that than Ghost Ship. I like I said Halloween the only the I respect your decision was I know how much you hate Halloween ends, so that I I respect it. Phantoms is the bomb gene, you were right. And Affleck was the bam and the bomb and Phantoms, yo. We're right. a bitch, Phantoms like a motherfucker. <laughs> All right. What else okay. we got, Chad, Eddie? Um, let's see. <laughs> C. Ernst Harth, who plays the Great Child, a character dressed as a baby, would also Jeez. play a similarly dressed character in Trick or Treat in 2007. Oh, yeah, you're right. Where the hell was he that in Trick or Treat? Now I'm trying to fucking think. I don't, it's been a hot minute since I've seen it. I actually just, I just means I'm gonna, I'm just gonna have to watch it tonight. All right. I, I just watched the other day. He's there. You'll see him. Where? Oh, by the way. Remember how I said uh, I sent you guys a link saying that um, Fanflix has a sale going on three for fifteen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. That's how I got this. Trick or Treat's actually on that sale too. Oh nice. Ooh, Brody asked House or Haunted Hill or Thirteen Ghosts. House on you Haunted Hill. You know what, dude? It's been a hot minute since I've seen the House on Haunted Hill, so I cannot judge that appropriately. I remember yeah, really, same. really enjoying House on Haunted Hill, so I'm going to go with that above. It this. does have Jeffrey Rush. It does. Is, I mean, yeah, but hey. it also has Chris Kattan. So you, you kind of high and low there. Yeah, and it's not like Santa Slay Chris Kattan where he's in there for 30 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> it's oh, the whole shit. movie, Chris Kattan. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to watch that again soon. I fucking Yo, Santa Slay. Are you all excited for the new David Harbour movie? Yes, fuck yeah. But I am so yes. excited for it, dude. He plays fuck. Santa. Oh, Chad, Danny, we are going to. You haven't seen the trailer? No, I'm downloading it. We're all watching it at the end. Chad, keep going. Okay. I have yeah, no clue. Going, uh, it took five hours for John DeSantis to get uh, fitted into the makeup to play the Juggernaut, and another three hours to take it off. God damn! That's Seven hours—that's a whole work day. It is. Uh, Warner Brothers and Dark Castle Entertainment originally planned to release this film in 3D and carry over the gimmick from the original Thirteen Ghosts, where viewers needed glasses to see the ghosts in the film. Unfortunately, such plans were scrapped. That would have been really fucking cool. That's really fucking cool. Uh, Gene wants us to hear our rankings on the Halloween series in general. We actually might be doing that because we're going to have to pre-record our Halloween episode for next week. And I actually have that uh, written down as a possible discussion topic. Uh, just so you know, if we do that, uh, you're going to have to give me at least like 40 minutes. <laughs> Easily. <laughs> no, Bobby, we're going to have a timer. No. Two minutes. <laughs> Two minutes. Fuck your time. Fuck your timer. <laughs> Suck my dick. Too Whoa, big. that's gonna take all three no, of us. That's not. That's not. <laughs> that's gonna, that's gonna take all three of us. Boy, you're all amateurs. So I'm gonna say, continue <laughs> on. <laughs> Says the meat mountain there. Okay, Matthew Little later starred in Scooby Doo and Scooby Doo Two: Monsters Unleashed as Norval Shaggy Rogers. An earlier incarnation of Scooby Doo was the Thirteen Ghosts of Scooby Doo in 1985, featuring yes. the voice of Vincent Price as Vincent Van Gogh. Curiously, the first movie produced by Dark Castle Entertainment is House on Haunted Hill, a remake of the original House on Haunted Hill, starring Vincent Price. Nice. Ain't that some shit? Dope. I love Thirteen Ghosts of Scooby Doo. That was awesome. Yeah. Right? I don't think I saw that one. That was the one where it was just Shaggy and uh, Daphne, right? And you mean Shaggy Scrappy. and Scooby and Scrappy. Scrappy. Yeah. Right. No, I know, but I'm just saying for like the humans, it was just Daphne yeah. and 
That's why I like it, because it was the first Scooby-Doo that actually acknowledged real ghosts. Yeah, it was. That, that too. Right. And then that and happened again. And then it happened again later. Well, yeah, no, and later with uh, Tommy Island. It acknowledged yeah, Tommy was the next one. Oh, man. Yeah, Scooby-Doo is definitely outed with a lot of people. Uh, John <laughs> yeah. Cena, Undertaker. Uh, <laughs> the list goes on. Anyways. What else, Chad Daddy? Okay, I already talked about the financial failure of this and how it basically closed up Dark Castle. Shannon Elizabeth didn't actually know that this film was a remake before she joined production, not even knowing the original 13 Ghosts existed until finding out partway through filming. Oh, what? Yeah, I, I, I think I just lost a little respect, but that's also because I'm a horror fan. Go so watch American Pie. You'll get all that respect. Exactly. That's what I mean. I'll just go watch it and be like, <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Well, I don't know about respect, be, but, you know. Be gentle. I, oh, as, I think as, I just filled the cup. Yeah, I liked her in Jane Silent Bob better. Oh, way better, dude. Not so much in... Well, I, I'm glad they brought her back in and uh, reboot or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> I still got to watch that. Oh, no? Oh, never mind, yeah. Still got to uh, watch that. Yeah. That was yeah. <laughs> Ben's right. He, she wasn't brought on because she's a scholar. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I, you know what I noticed for the first time? Her titty, almost, her titty popped out when the jackal yeah. was fucking like I never noticed yeah. it before. Never noticed it, and I was but like, "It's covered up so quickly." It's covered up real quick. I'm like, "No!" But it was a direct shot. They were just like, "Yo, we'll give her you. We'll give you her underboot." Yeah, <laughs> we'll it was like that. Boot. It was like that real quick titty shot in the original Evil Dead. It's there for a second, then gone. Then yeah. Gone. I always like those. Like, it's always funny. Like the the hilariously like direct shot like they're just like yeah we don't care because we know what it's all about and i always think to um was it planet terror when fergie first comes online dude or fergie first comes on and she's like working on her car and it's deliberate just tits shot and then ass shot <laughs> and then it's like oh and then it's face and you're like oh it's fergie <laughs> <laughs> That's you know what, Ben. I'm not going to disagree with you, buddy. Sometimes under boob is sexy, mm. um, and then sometimes it's Peter, and sometimes it's Peter Griffin's under boob. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else, Chad, Danny? Anything else, buddy? Kalina's death, where she's crushed between two glass panels, which is originally much gorier, with shots of her eyes popping out and brain squirting out. This was I cut down been. in the end, as the director mm. feared such a gory death would earn the film an NC-17 rating. Boo. Okay, so that'd be, I like, been all CGI though. Anyways, I, I, I yeah. like how that's that gives this movie an NC seventeen, and then I watched Terrifier two, and I'm like, <laughs> not yo, rating. man, rating boards have changed in twenty years. I ago. I know, but oh my, yeah, you want to talk change though? Is this Terrifier two even rated? Huh? Yeah, is Terrifier yeah, two rated, rated R? Is it? Yeah. Yeah. It is. Oh, uh, I've 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 avoided. You know, all trailers and everything. I have not watched completely. any. I think I watched the first original teaser that doesn't really show anything. And that was about it. See, I want to be completely fresh. Before. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Anything else, Chad Daddy? I've got quite a bit. Um, oh, okay. I don't want to go in too much. Uh, there's a little bit here. It says all the ghosts are explained to be dangerous and capable of killing. Uh, the Juggernaut's the only ghost that directly kills someone. He kills Cyrus's workers in the junkyard at the beginning and later kills Dennis with the help of the hammer. Uh, then it goes into the, into the backstory. It's explained that he's, in fact, a serial killer who would pick up female hitchhikers, take them back to his junkyard. Uh, I got more. 
info on their background later, so I'll, I'll skip ahead to this one. Uh, when the Criticos family is driving to see Cyrus's house, a, she, a scene shows Kalina gathering materials, seemingly to prepare for a fight to stop the culmination of Cyrus's work. However, when she packs audio-recorded spells, you can see both drawing spells and containment spells. Kalina packs drawing spells, alluding to the fact that she was working for Cyrus all along. Ooh. Oh, damn. All right. Sorry, okay. I, had look, I had to like make sure Terrifier 2 was radar, because I'm like, didn't they release it unrated? I'm like, well, if there's an unrated version... Uh, you know, her lock yeah. and load scene, I really liked the instrumentals during that scene. However, the lyrics for that song were fucking terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what the song was. I just remember reading the lyrics. I'm like, what the fuck is this song? Is this... I'm like, you had me until you started singing, and you lost me. But what else we got, buddy? Okay, so now I got a little backstory on each of the ghosts, and it's going to be relatively quick for each one. Okay, so it's not as in depth as what I found on one of the other sides. So, the oh first yeah, it's ridiculous. The firstborn son, a ghost of a little bratty boy named Billy Michaels, who loved to pretend to be a cowboy. One day, another little kid challenged Billy to a duel, but Billy's cap gun was no match for that boy's real steel-tipped arrow that Billy's ghost still carries. Unlike most of the goats, this one is a mild threat, never attacking anyone and just saying, I want to play. Oh, okay. Okay, now there's the torso. Jimmy the Gambler Gambino was a gambler in the early 1900s who caught the attention of the Mafia. After he lost a boxing bet and didn't have the money to pay up, the Mafia cut him into pieces and wrapped him in cellophane, dumping the remains in the ocean. His ghost appears as a torso with a severed head nearby and is more a neutral spirit than actively hostile. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Next up is the bound woman. Susan the Growl was the richest girl in town and was very popular. Her one flaw was the way she toyed with boys and men. During her senior prom night, she was killed by a jilted ex named Chet Walters, the star quarterback, after catching her cheating with another guy. Her ghost lures Bobby into the dangerous basement and still shows up in her prom attire, bound ropes holding her arms. Damn. The withered lover. Jean Criticos was a happy and devoted wife and mother. She died a result of the fire injuries at St. Luke's Hospital half a year before the events of the film. So that was, you know, the mother. Right. Unlike most of the ghosts, unlike most of the ghosts, she's not dangerous. She's benevolent. Next is the Torn Prince. Royce Clayton was a gifted and famous teenage baseball player in the 50s who caught the eye of colleagues around the USA. Thanks to his challenger, a greaser who set him up, Royce died in an accident caused by cut brake lines. His remains are still buried at the baseball diamond, and his ghost carries his baseball bat. Hell oh, yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. All right. The Angry Princess. Dana Newman was a beautiful but abused lady who lived in the late 20th century. She had plastic surgeries to alter her perceived flaws, and after a botched experiment that mutilated her eye, she brutally killed herself in the bathtub at the clinic. Her ghost often carries blood, is naked, and carries the same knife she used to commit suicide. Damn. That's I don't know if anybody noticed, but she, her suicide note was written on the floor in blood. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. So that got me thinking in that scene. Was that maybe the bathtub that she killed herself in? That's what I was. It could have been. Uh, maybe. Yeah. It doesn't specify, but it was an old style bathtub. So it very yeah, well. Might I, f- have been. I assume that, you know, that that's that's what occurred there. So kind of like a trigger object because she was drawn to it right away. There was tons of other, you know, bathrooms and stuff for her to be in. But she went straight no, to but- that one. I mean, dude, maybe this whole house, like all half of the artifacts in there are all related to the ghosts and somehow. Yeah, maybe they are. That would make a lot of sense. Yeah, I like that. 
Okay, next up is the Pilgrimus. Isabella Smith came to North America as a colonist in order to find a new life after being orphaned in England. The tight-knit community ostracized and ignored her and used her as a scapegoat, being accused of witchcraft when crops and animals mysteriously died. She denied such accusations, but she was trapped in a burning barn, but managed to escape unharmed. That sealed her fate, and she died of starvation after being condemned to the pillory that she carries with her as a ghost. Her skin is badly damaged. Damn. Yeah. That's actually some, like, history-ass shit right there. Yeah. <laughs> Makes you think of that. Some Brody put in the chat. I did, no, and I'm ignoring no, it. Nope. I'm not acknowledging that. Nope. Anyway. Uh, the great child, Harold Shelburne, was a mentally disabled man who never outgrew diapers and had to be spoon-fed, even as a fully grown adult. He often made baby sounds. After being mocked, teased, and tormented relentlessly all his life, he caused a massacre at the old freak show where he and his mother, Margaret Shelburne, lived. Some of the freaks had kidnapped and killed his mother as a joke one night. The circus owner, Jimbo, had Harold mutilated beyond recognition. His ghost appears, as he did in life, with a small patch of hair, bib covered in vomit, and cloth diapers. He still holds the axe that he used to kill his enemies. Horrible fucking prank. Yeah, you think? He's like, ha ha, we killed your mom. (laughs) (laughs) Gotcha! Yeah, right? Like, what? Yeah, didn't. Yeah, that's never mind. Oh, shit. Damn. Okay. So now we got the dire mother. Margaret Shelburne, Harold's mother, was a shy little lady standing three feet tall. She never could stand up for herself. At the freak show where she lived, she was raped by the tall man, another circus freak, and gave birth to her illegitimate son, Harold, whom she loved more than life itself. She smothered and spoiled him from infancy and never stopped as he grew. This is the main reason for Harold's mental handicap. The two were abused to the point where Harold killed almost the entire circus after Margaret died. As ghosts, they remain together, with Harold being protective. Like the torso, she's not aggressive and is more of a neutral spirit. I love how intricate all these backstories are. Yeah, like it's which is why we need a show. We I agree. I agree. Awesome. I'm not. I, yeah, I 100% agree. Yeah, and if you notice, the, the, the further on the list that I go, the more evil they get. So next up is the hammer, a happy and honest family man and blacksmith. George Markley was falsely accused of stealing by a higher up named Nathan and threatened with exile from their old western town. George refused to leave and his family was lynched by Nathan and his band of thugs while walking home from the town market one day. Seeking justice in the corrupt town, George took his blacksmith's hammer and killed those responsible, but the townsfolk chained him to a tree and drove railroad spikes into his body. His left hand was cut off and his hammer was crudely attached to it. His ghost is one of the more angry spirits and is partially responsible for Dennis's death. Candyman. I, I mean, racism, no racism at its finest right there. There you go. That was in yeah. there. You know, that was in the wild yeah. west right there. You dare think so. <laughs> Dude, like, I feel like all these ghosts, I'm not going to lie. Like, I feel like you could have like a supernatural crossover, man. And you could just have like, the boys hunting each of these ghosts down. <laughs> I can see that. That's, that's like a whole season right there. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> Next up, the Jackal. Born to a prostitute in 1887, Ryan Kuhn developed a sick appetite for women, attacking and raping strays and prostitutes in the night. He voluntarily went to Borham Wood Institute for treatment to cure this problem, but the medical practices made him much worse, causing him to go completely insane after years of solitary confinement, having his head locked in a cage after breaking out of a straitjacket and developing a hatred of humanity. When the asylum burst into flames, he chose to stay behind and perish in the fire. 
His ghost carries his torn straight jacket with the torn cubic head cage. It is called a sign of Hell's Winter. He is one of the more aggressive and violent ghosts, attacking and nearly killing Kathy before Kalina saves her. He needs a movie. Right? Just one that, movie about him. That deserves a movie. And you know, I honestly always forget that the Jackal was a man. I, I always... So I'm like, no, it's a woman. I'm like, and, but I'm like, no, it's actually a man. I always get mm-hmm. that mixed up all the time. That's my favorite one. Everything else. And Dude, finally, the Juggernaut. The juggernaut. Mm, Horace Breaker Mahoney was born very disfigured and was an outcast his entire life. His mother abandoned him at a tender age, and his dad put him to work in the junkyard using his unusual strength to crush cars. After his dad died, Horace went insane. He would take motorists and hitchhikers, tear them apart with his bare hands, and feed the remains to his dogs. After several of these murders, he was arrested. A SWAT team shot and killed him when he broke free of his handcuffs. As a ghost, he remained at the junkyard with his body riddled with bullet holes, killing intruders. Both Dennis and Cyrus remark that his kill count numbered in the 40s, making this ghost one of the most evil and dangerous of the 12. Okay, again... Needs his own movie. His own movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's my that's my second favorite. Now, I, I just remembered something I wanted to talk about when after watching Brody's review. So to become the thirteenth ghost, somebody had to sacrifice themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So wouldn't Matthew Lillard technically have been the thirteenth ghost? Actually, he sacri- yeah, he sacrificed he himself. But I thought it had to be into the machine. I think I'm guessing probably that if that. Also, my whole thing I think was, they had to have the whole the ritual uncles, going. Did the uncle set up the fire to kill the wife in the first place? No. Ooh, I didn't think about that. That's a good possibility. Was it a long con? Because, like, well, how do you... You know what I mean? Like, more likely one of the two are going to die, so then you could utilize the other one for the broken heart strategy. Just saying, like... I could be... I mean, maybe it's just... Maybe it was just coincidental. He's like, oh... My nephew will happen to work out. For I want to say he did because it had to represent a certain part of that dark uh, astrological sign thing, whatever that was, the dark mm. astrology. I just feel like his uncle was genius enough, like evil genius enough to like to do that. <laughs> to where like that was a whole setup from the whole get go, which would be fucked. Right. That's but all right. I think. Yeah. That's, hey, everything. Uh, that's, that's everything. That's everything. All righty. Thank you, Chad Daddy, dude. My pleasure. A lot, lot on this movie was good. A lot. Dude, hey, but it's that, good though. The yeah, the the backs the back lore on this is just fantastic. All and right. This is this is the truncated version of their backstories, too. This is the show. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. It's like a full 30 minute thing you can watch mm-hmm. on YouTube on it. All right, gentlemen, where did you watch this? On demand. Mm-hmm. Prime. Prime. I bought it and actually on Prime because it was I, super cheap. Yeah, and I like I said, I got it on Fanflix. Which, by the way, Fanflix it's not like a it's a legit site. It's um Warner Brothers. They're digital. Yeah, I went. I went to go look at it. I went to go look at it yesterday to see how it worked or whatever. So basically, you just go, you buy the movies, they give you a code, and then you put yeah, they give you a code and you redeem them on movies anywhere, and it links it to you. Oh, nice, nice. All right, so douche of the film. I'm gonna say Cyrus, the uncle. Yeah, Cyrus. I I would have said the lawyer until you find out the uncle's alive, and it was a whole con the whole time. But the lawyer has the look. I'm not going to say he does. And the feel. He's runner-up. He's runner-up. He is runner-up. Yes. I, I'm not going to lie. For some reason, I had a weird, like, I was like, you know what? No. Plays Homelander? And I'm like, no. No, that's not. He, does, he does not get runner-up. Kalina is runner-up. 
Oh yeah, Ooh, yeah, she is yeah, awesome. Dude. She killed off she that other cunt. guy and shit. Yeah, she gets cunt of the film, not douche. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? You're right. All right, favorite kill. The splitting headache. I mean, that's the easiest one to go with because it is fantastic, dude. Good old. I'm gonna. I, 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 I'm gonna save that. My favorite kill is gonna be Kalina's. Ooh. Yeah, hers was because good. she deserved it the most. No, no, right. so did Cyrus though. Yeah, he, he did. got chopped up and missed, but I, I, I'm still going with hers. You know, I, I think I actually have to say, I mean, there were some good kills in this movie, but I don't actually have a favorite. I'll, I'll be honest. I got one, but it's honestly, it, it, it's sad because it's actually a smaller one, but it's not because it's one that they still show. But it's right in the beginning, dude, and it's right in the uh, the junkyard. Mm-hmm. And it's the one guy who happens to be on the top of the stack, and he gets pulled in like from oh, the 1988 yeah. blob, dude, where he gets folded in half. And where it looks like the I trunk ate him. Connected. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, oh, fucking love that shit. Yeah, that's I, was, a good one. I, was I was thinking that too. So, yeah, that's my runner up. Because it reminded me of the blob, and that's yeah. one of my favorite kills in the blob, especially like, when it breaks his it breaks his back. Right, you're like, oh, you're like, oh god, dude, that'd be awful. Oh. Awful. All right. uh... So everybody's got a favorite kill, best scene, uh, the lawyer's death. Ooh, I got picked up for best scene. Uh, favorite scene when the jackal is pulling Channel Elizabeth. Favorite scene because you also see it from the angle looking up at the jackal. It just looks so fucking like creepy. Oh my god, that's my. I'm going to go the reveal of the angry princess in the bathtub. Ooh. That was kind of an intense scene because you didn't mm-hmm. know where that was going to go. Yep. And then. Just, did you notice like the, the, the look of sadness on her face, that whole scene, too? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I might actually have to agree with Heather, dude, because the the junkyard scene was a fantastic it was. Like, it was. It was. For me, the reason Open I say the scene is because it's you know obviously one of the best gory but, effects. But for look, me, it's, it's the same. I picked that for the same reason that I picked the, uh, the 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 shot to the head of the one sher- sheriff's deputy in hospital. Oh, okay. Because that long wait. Yeah. So, I you know I think I'm gonna agree with it, and it's not necessarily just because of the kill, because. That whole scene allows you to see the actual like mechanism that the house is. Once he picks up his money and he starts going off, and you see the lever go off, you're like, "Yeah, oh!" And then it starts like showing you all the shit doing its thing, locks them all in. Which obviously he would have got fucked anyways, even if he didn't, you know, if he made it past that point. Because true. Because how does she get in? She just said she snuck in when it was She's, like shifting, right? Yeah, that's what she. That said. was kind of like a lazy way. So I don't know if she was already in there the whole fucking time or not. Who knows? Th- well, she had to have been in there with Cyrus already. That's yeah. what I'm guessing. Like, or at least like, Cyrus yeah. himself knew how to still get in. You know what I mean? Or like, he, let, he let her in or something. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. So you know what, Chad? I'm gonna agree. I think just that was the whole like the big set off of the events there. So everybody else got a everybody yeah. got a good scene. Mm-hmm. All right. So opening scene hook you in. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh fuck yeah, yeah dude. dude. Yep. Great. Truck of blood. Fantastic. <laughs> I, uh, you got a truck of blood. That's nice. Right. All right. So most attractive character. This really Shannon Elizabeth. 
Uh, I feel like that's the easy cop out. I'm I'm not taking easy. I'm angry princess. I'm she's number two. She's number one. I'm I'm picking Kalina. I thought she was really really cute with that short hair and everything. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna agree with Steve, and then my runner up is the nanny. Not bad. Kalina's my runner up. Okay, that's fair. You know what? She might be just because I now know she's in an army of darkness. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that might be the only factor. Be like, uh, I still like, I'll her. take Bruce's sobby seconds. I still <laughs> love her line from that movie. You found me beautiful once. He just is so uh, honest with her. I'm like, uh, but dude, there's there's so many great quotes in that movie, man. Oh, absolutely. we could talk for hours about that. All right. So did the score set the mood? It didn't not set the mood. It was yeah. it didn't stand out either. Thousands new metal kind of yeah. s. Oh yeah, that's some... it didn't bother me. I was fine with it. I, yeah. I'm not going to go out and buy this on vinyl though. So no, absolutely no. no. I don't even think it exists. <laughs> so there you go. That it could might. be a mercy. It might. All right. Best song. There was two. There's two songs that actually have titles that weren't just like. What what do we get to choose from then, Steve? So there's Tricky, or there's Excess by a by a group called Tricky, and it had Alanis Morissette doing backing vocals. It's that one that played where the dude's kind of like with the raspy voice rapping. Yep. yep same yep. dude from same dude that uh, he did a song in the Crow Salvation, I think it was, or maybe oh. it, I, don't I don't know. And then Rod Digga, the the nanny, she had a song called Mirror Mirror, but I don't remember that. I think that's I think one of that was the credits. Yeah, I think that was the credit ones okay. that popped up. Uh, so those are the two that actually go, have lyrics. I'll go with the the Alanis Morissette background vocals. Yeah, I'll go yeah, with that I'll one go too. With that. I mean, she is God. So uh, yeah, she is. Favorite character. You know what? I'm going with a ghost because yeah, they're, they're way cooler than any of the actual human characters. In well, this all right, if, thing, so. all right. If I had to pick human, it would have to be uh, the father. I because I, I felt his vulnerability. Like I just want to know what the fuck's going on here and get out. Like he he played that well. No, he did. But then I have two ghosts. I said I'm alright. The jackal and the juggernaut. And as because I because as I jerking off the jerking off the jerking off the jerking off because as I sit here, I'm like looking at pictures of the jackal and. I'd be much more terrified if that's in a dark room than anything else. Fair. So I'm going to go with Mine's the Hammer, dude. I love the fucking the railroad spikes all throughout oh his God, face and yeah, shit. Yeah. And he is just a tank of a ghost. Like, but the fact that the Juggernaut is even still, like, almost worse, I guess, is, is kind of fucked. And he I'm just, get... he kills motherfuckers with his bare hands. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta give it to the angry princess myself, just because of her her whole intro scene in the bathtub. That was cool. That was a great intro. Can't even argue. Like it one. feels like they should have gave each ghost a little bit more, but yes. dude, that would have been such a longer of a movie to try to do that. Oh my god! I feel like that's something we're gonna discuss when it comes to the four R's. Yeah. yeah. And I did like the I like the angry prince though too. I thought he was cool. Like I always like how he was. Like, I don't know what they did with him. They they just, like, dissipated him when they smushed him with the glass. Because, obviously, he showed back up at the end. Like, he wasn't dead or whatever. But, I don't know. 
Steve, what do you got, buddy? I'm going to go for my live character. I'm going to have to go with Matthew Lillard's character. Um, Ooh, yeah, that probably... He was kind of a douche at first, but he tried to... You know, he did try to redeem himself. Um, And then for favorite ghost, I'm probably going to say the Angry Princess, because goddamn them titties. (laughs) (laughs) Them titties. Steve, you are an honest man, and I love you. I am an honest man. Yeah. He's a titty fan, so okay. I so, love titties. Was it scary? No, 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 no. But maybe. I think, maybe. I mean, I, we're really desensitized to these kind of things. Once again, I mean, I, I, I think this but, is the triple A kind of thing. Like Scoop said, he showed his lady last night. She's never saw it. She was all about it. Right. And I know a lot of women love this movie, so yeah, I'm yeah, gonna yeah, say, yeah. Like, Maybe it's not it, it. It's scary enough, or it's it's scary in the right. I don't. You know what I mean. I don't know what I it mean. Is. It's it's like safe horror. Yeah. This yeah. Is yeah. yeah. This is something you could you could show somebody this that you know they're gonna like this, but you like you don't want to show them Terrifier. Oh no yeah. no no. My wife is very. She's like, I don't know if I want to watch the second one. I was like, that's fair. I do. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> I, I do. Saw Even though it's I two and a half hours long, I still sit through. No, it. Try, no, no, no. It's it's worth it. It's worth it. Oh I, don't, oh, I don't doubt it. Uh, but it's tar- I have to say this on scares. Like, maybe the movie itself is not, but the ghosts, the ghosts, the ghosts are scary. Again, again to yeah, kind of a couple freaky. of these, a couple of these ghosts need their own movie. I, I, I say, st- I bet the jackal freaked some kids out, dude, watching this movie. No, there's no way it fucking did it. Listen, so. just look at pictures of the jackal makeup. Oh, absolutely, dude, it's crazy, bro. Yeah. Oh my god! Like I want that movie. So All I'm right. gonna cha- I'm gonna say yes. It it would be scary. Well, obviously not to us, but I think yeah, right, right. the general okay. populace would say yes. All right. Okay. So does it hold up today? And this is 21 years old now. Fucking don't think about that. <sighs> Some aspects. I'm gonna Some. say I'm gonna say 50 50. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's that's a pretty safe bet. Yeah. I'm gonna say you know what? Maybe even. I mean, I'm really, the only thing that 70, doesn't hold 30, up is a CGI. Maybe? Yeah, that's the only. Yeah, part. I'm gonna say seventy thirty. Okay, that? that's that, even that's better. A little, yeah. I think that's more. Yeah, that, that, that's more fair. All right. So, but the acting, you guys thought um, Lillard phoned it in a little bit. So I yeah. definitely yeah. Take it there. I didn't. I didn't hate it, so I'm gonna say it was. No. it was good enough for me. I still say everybody did what they needed to do. Yeah, the, the only one I hate because he's a great actor is Lillard. He he just felt like he phoned it in. Like, okay, yeah, I'll give you this. All right. So, did you like the cinematography? Yeah. I don't know. That's that's. Uh, I like the house. I like yes. the design of the house. Yes. Yeah, like some of like, the shots. Like Brody were... said, the production design was fantastic, but like yeah, yeah, the, right, and the lighting and the, sh- the angles weren't great, and it's. You know, the whole concept of it's like, dude, like having all that glass, that's I can't imagine that's an easier thing to shoot with. You know what I mean? Like, obviously. I could be wrong, but yeah, I would just I would assume you're going to catch way too much shit and that you'd have to edit out and post, obviously, after the fact. But uh, yeah, I, there weren't shots that stood out like creative shots other than creative kills, but that's not a shot. Really. I did. OK, I guess for the cinematography, though, I did like how her bathroom was always the specific downward shot and they yes. gave it to you as soon yeah. as she walked in. So you, 
I don't know what it was, but you already knew you were going to get it again. And then that's obviously when they kept flipping in and out. Once except you get for the, the glasses. One, except for the one shot where she was uh, sniffing the perfumes and it was a looking up shot. Well, yeah. Which I thought I thought that was kind of annoying because a lot of the perfume bottles were just blocking your view of her entirely. So you're getting more more of a view of a perfume bottle than you were of the, the actress who's you know supposed right. to be on her point of that scene. And they weren't even like any perfumes, like actual perfumes. Like yeah, they were just like an fucking... ad spot for. They're just colored bottles, dude, weren't they? Like, Pro- yeah, definitely. All right. So cinematography was meh. Yeah. All right, premise. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I, I like the yeah. premise. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It was awesome. All right. Now, recycle, rewind, remake, or reboot? Reboot. I, think we're I feel re- like re- we're all on the reboot. Yeah, because we, we want a TV series. We want but, a series, and we want certain ghost movies. And mm-hmm. I hate, and I even, and I hate doing stuff as series. I hate TV shows, and I would still agree that would be the smartest format to do something like this. Yeah, because you could do because, like a two-hour episode, and that's fucking two hour movie oh i don't even know like brody i think brody said like what an hour i'll go an hour and then like you do one per i would say you just do one to explain the backstory and then you do a whole nother one of them getting captured you know what i mean because we never get to see the other 11 ghosts get captured before the juggernaut so i'd be interested uh, to see like that lead up and shit like that too and then you could obviously go onto the whole house and then rewrite that story and make it a little better too. Like, well, you know, the interesting I, the interesting thing though is at the end of the movie, you just see the ghost leaving the house. Yep. Yeah. So they went they're out st- back into the wild. They're, yeah, they're still out there. The dangerous ones are still dangerous. Yeah. Supernatural crossover. I, you know, honestly, I mean, I keep saying it because it's my favorite ghost. I would love to see the backstory of the jackal, but lead up to the point where you know dies. But then it picks up after this ghost has left the house and like, let's say, go somewhere where it's been before. Like, I I feel his for me could be the most expansive. Because mm. they're like, that's some serious backstory. There. I don't know, because the juggernaut, that would make a hell of a story, too. He would. Yeah, there's would a, there's there's a and it would all be time. Pe- you know, some of them would be time pieces, too. So mm-hmm. I think it'd be it would work really well. And I love 50 shit, so I would fucking eat those fucking episodes mm. up. Oh, yep. hell yeah. Especially right, the Jim. whole race car aspect, because that's, you're racing the cars, and then that's how you tragically die. It's like Ooh. every 50s movie ever. Yeah, yeah right. pretty much. All right, gentlemen, All right. let's rate this bitch. Brody, start us off with 3.6. Bobby, what do you got for me, buddy? Uh, I'm going to give this a, a 3.3. I like it. It's got its moments, but I still think there's some improvements, but it's also older. All righty. Chad, daddy. I'm going to go a little bit higher than both he and Brody and go 3.8. Wow. It's, it, was, right. it was enjoyable. It's a fun popcorn movie. I can't deny that. Scuba. I love this movie. 3.5. 3.5. Really? I thought you would have higher. No, it's a good solid 3.5. I'm also going to agree with Scoobs. I feel like it's a solid 3.5. I agree with Chad, daddy. It's, it's my popcorn flick. Yeah. Um, I feel like it has aged a little a bit more. I probably was gonna, I was actually going to originally come in with a solid four, but I feel That's like, what I and you know what? I, I feel know, like I just think, like, yeah, seeing it after a while. Give me a second, boys. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Oh, you're fine. Do you think? I, th- I think I want to agree with you guys and give it a 3.5 as well. I think. Okay, hold on. Let me just, I'm going to delete all that then. So we got 3.6 from Brody. 
3.3 from Bob, 3.5 from you, 3.5 from me, and 3.5 from students. Two divided by five, and that equals 3.5. Oh, so close, Brody. So damn so close. close. You know what? If you kept your original score, it probably would have been there. Probably. Why'd you have to be that way? Because Chad had a change of heart. We're allowed to do that. It happens. We frequently do that. Sometimes talking about it will always make a difference, dude. Like, it can make it better or worse. You're like, you know what? That did suck now that I think about it. It it was Lillard. That's what brought me down a little bit. Sorry, Brody. Sorry. Chad. God damn you. Brody's screaming your name. (laughs) All right. So, next week is going to be kind of an interesting episode because it is going to be a Halloween episode. However, we're not going to be live folks because Chad and I have fatherly duties to attend to. Yep. It's trick or treat night. So that's more important. I would not be in the shape to be on. And Scoob needs to hand out candy because he's got his house decorated and ready. I'm having a Halloween party that night. I took the next day off off of work. Nice. Well, perfect. So, but we are going to pre-record our episode, and we're still going to try to air it around the same time. I think we can set it up, so we should be good to go. Yes. So, I uh, I know Chad said it before. I think it would be good to rank the Halloween movies for us. We could do that, and I also have a list of discussion topics. We'll figure it out. You know, we've got a few days, and we also have to hammer out what day we want to sit down and record, too. Right. Yes, we do. Because, we might yeah. just dub it. We're just going to probably dub it the Halloween episode. It could be just a bunch of discussion topics because yeah. obviously we have prior years done Halloween one, two, and three. And three. Mm-hmm. We do not want to continue on going on into the series. This is something that we've talked about throughout the show of trying to go super deep into it. Maybe down the road later on, but at least the discussion of the overall series would be, you know. Something to fill that kind of void for it. Right. So Bob looks like he's excited for it. Uh, But no, there's a, and I mean, there's a lot of different, there's a lot of different things. I mean, dude, we could, but Chad said he's got some stuff. We could even do our, we could do our probably like an impromptu, like everybody come up with your five top Halloween. We've discussed the here and there, but you know what I mean? So. Okay, so just to, just to give you guys an idea, here's some of the topics that I wrote down just off the top of my head when I was sitting there. Uh, your favorite, your least favorite uh, Halloween film of the franchise. Uh, okay. Your, your thoughts on found footage in franchise films, because we talked about that, you know, because we, we briefly mentioned, you know, Halloween Resurrection. That's uh, some of the direction we're going to some others. Uh, a good intro film for friends to introduce them to horror and even your kids. Ooh. Uh, best worst theater going experience. Mm, or horror or in general? Both. I try to keep it in horror, but if you can do it in general, that's fine. Although if I go, if okay. I'm going in general, my best theater experience is probably a uh, midnight showing of Rocky Horror because that was just the most fun I've ever had. Ooh. And the scariest single scene in a movie. I can think of like 10 right now. Dude, I saw a scene. You know, okay, so you know how Shudder will like just throw up a movie? Like it's got those like three things right at the beginning. Yeah. And it's just like, hey, if you don't know what to watch, just whatever. 
Dude, there was something I started watching on there, and I had to turn it because I don't know what I was watching, but I did not want to watch it, dude. Dude, they threw up some bizarre shit on there. There was definitely like a giant, weird, like cockroach dick looking thing coming out of some what the dude's fuck? asshole above a person's face. And I'm like, what the fuck kind of snuff fucking shit porn am I watching here? That, sounds like, the, <laughs> that <laughs> sounds like the movie Society, which has some of those cringy moments. I don't think it was. It was a newer movie, or at least in the last couple of years, but it was just, it's not my cup of tea. Gotcha. Yeah. That, I, whatever that movie was, though, that would probably win that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I like it, dude. I'm down for sure. Um, okay. So obviously we will talk uh outside of the show yeah figure out when we're going to record so before we close this bitch up is there anything nerdy we want to get our shit on about quantum mania yes lord scuba steve be our guest so the uh the trailer for quantum mania dropped and we get our first real look at king the conqueror which i'm excited for we get the first full look at the quantum realm which I kept looking for the TVA everywhere I could in there to see if they're going to tie that in. Um, and it just seems like it's going to be one of those fun Marvel movies that mm-hmm. we haven't had in a while. Hopefully not try to be too fun like Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then Hen- Henry Cavill officially announced that mm-hmm. yes, he, did. he is coming back as Superman. I'm pretty sure did Black Adam do that. Well, yeah, but he he made the official announcement on his Instagram or some shit like that. So, yeah, that's all I got. Uh, I have a little bit of sad news, and I definitely think, Scoob, you might probably already know about this, but the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre house is in danger of being torn down. What? I did not know that. Here's the story. I just it's it was just released on the 19th. Uh, It was it's in Kingsland, Texas. Uh, Jerry Danziger said that it has been sold. And it might be demolished soon. It was sold Saturday. Or wait, no, has been sold. So they're doing. That'd be stupid. They're doing a celebrate Halloween at the Texas Chainsaw Massacre house, as it being the possibly the last opportunity to be on the, you know, the original house on the grounds in Texas, and it might be demolished. Why so, they're doing that, I don't really understand. I thought they had turned it into a restaurant. Yeah, they but did. they sold it. What they the sold fuck? it just they just apparently sold it but what i want to know is now the person who bought it you know why you bought it right like yeah, you didn't buy it, you, you didn't it? buy it for a restaurant you bought it for the fact that there's some shit behind it so it's like yeah. why, why would that be a thought you know what i mean mm, like you're destroying sucks. a piece of fucking history big that sucks that sucks dude uh another couple little things here so um the conjuring 4 has now been officially put in development uh, with all returning filmmaking team from the past uh, few movies i haven't seen i've missed the last i didn't see the last one or anything like that so. it was okay it wasn't terrible but it was okay but um so that was the one that was like direct to hbo or something right no it came out to the it came out of films it but it came theater. out on hbo too yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. It was one of the simultaneous ones. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Weird. So, but um, I don't really see too much else here other than also NECA finally released pictures of their dog thing figures. Oh, Dude, they, yeah. They look, no, they look awesome. fucking and sick. they look fucking the shit. 
So Hell yeah, dude. There you go. That's about all I got. I don't really have well, too much more. In in other news, they confirmed today that Tobin Bell will be returning to the Saw franchise as Jigsaw in next oh, year's movie. I think what I think they're going to do is it's either going to be flashbacks or this takes place before three. Dude, that, that is one sense. trippy ass fucking timeline to try to keep. Fuck, I I know. I, can't I haven't it. seen it. I haven't seen Jigsaw or Spiral, so I'm. Spiral I was good. I liked Spiral. Spiral was like a fresh take on the whole thing. Yeah, it was, it was good. Yeah, hmm. I need to watch four, five, six, and seven. I stopped after three. That's fair. Let's see anything nerdy. No, the only thing I think Chad mentioned at the beginning of the show is if you have Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed. Ilphonic put out that DLC will be coming out and there will be free DLC too. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that means there'll be paid DLC, which means like people oh. like myself who didn't get the pre-order DLC shit can get Slimer and everything like that as well. So I got some quick so news from Horror Hound magazine. Give me a second. Hold on. Is that, that wait, is that the new issue? Yes, it is. I haven't gotten mine yet. Son of a bitch. So this is also more toy announcements. Some of them we know about and some of them we don't. Uh, NECA has the ultimate Dracula figure, which is right here, nice. and the Invisible Man coming as well. Oh, they did announce the ultimate uh, ghost face, too, I saw the other day. That's Yeah, that's a new yeah. one, which, not a ghost, not a huge ghost face fan. No. I do, I do like... When the that. fuck did he get a flamethrower? I don't know. It's from, so it's from the, uh, from the new movie, the I think one? it was, maybe. Tyler would know. I, I should ask my it's boy from, Tyler. It's from the Stab movie where he gets oh, a, f- a flamethrower no. and he has like a chrome fucking mask or whatever. Like they show the preview for Stab, whatever the fuck it is, and he's got a fucking flamethrower. So that's where that comes from. And right. also, um, the Super Seven, those little super little figures they've been releasing. We now have an official Vincent Price coming. Oh, nice. That's, so, cool. that's a must get for all of us horror fans of Mr. Vincent Price. All of us. I just want to take a step back and talk about the Ghostbusters game again. At the point, at one point, so the the one point where you're talking to Ray at the beginning of the game, and he's giving out the whole history of the Ghostbusters, and at one and the one point where he says, and "There was eventually got down. It was just me out there." Was that a reference to Casper? I think so. Probably. It had okay. to be Casper. I thought it was yeah. too. Yeah. Who are you gonna call? Somebody else. Somebody else. <laughs> as soon as he said that, I'm like. That's got to be a Casper reference. I'm so jealous you guys have it. I will have it soon. I'm I'm, I'm working on it. I don't. It is it the is, Ghostbuster cosplayer's wet dream, dude. For making your character. And like I bro, said, what? I can't wait to unlock the fucking flannel shirt. I'm so close. I think I'm like level thirty three or some shit like that. Dude, you're like level seventy? Huh? It's level seventy. No, it's not. It's forty. Is it only forty? The flannel shirt is forty. Oh, so like uh, next, like next year, that. I know no. next year I'm going to have that game and my proton pack will probably be here. So I get that all at once. There you go. It's going to be overload. The, the, the Slimer bonus. That's only if you pre-ordered the digital copy. Oh, if you pre-ordered the other one, the physical copy, you got a different ghost. Because that's ghost what mine is. What ghost um, did you get? Which ghost you do you play as? Well, there's five different types. Oh shit! Which one? So there's your there's your slime ghost, which is your slimer variant in the beginning, Mm -hmm. and then there's your like multi hand ghost, which looks kind of like a gargoyle. Then there's like your big dummy ghost that looks kind of like a Scolari brother almost. It was the the multi multi armed one was one the one you get. Okay, nice. I think. Oh yeah. Oh, there you go. Tyler's Tyler's still listening. He fucking. Oh, that there you go. 
Stab eight trailer didn't need his ring. Okay. They actually released it as a figure with one of the Ghostbuster Mattel figures, and I have it. Nice. Yeah, man. If you for I'll say what, man, for forty bucks, that game because I was a little nervous because I thought it was gonna go with the whole Dead by Daylight formula, dude. Which like I love the Evil Dead game, but I don't play it enough, unfortunately. It's just I don't same. But it's like this game because it has the whole prop hunt element and if you played prop hunt on call of duty man like that is my fucking jam and i love that yeah. shit so that, that's love, like the funnest part i think like i said playing as the ghost like the ghost is fantastic dude. yeah I, I, told, I told my wife i said you know what i really love about this game she's like what i'm like you can't die you either you catch the ghost or you don't you can't die right it's just and then even if you get downed you can revive yourself. You're like, All yeah, right, well, I mean, that's, that's, that's why I hate. That's why I hate some of those other games. You die and then you have to sit there and watch the game run without you or you don't get all the experience. No. Uh, yeah. Quick question. Have any. Can they possess you? Yes. Uh, so when you uh, are when you're the forearm ghost in his yeah. first form, you can possess the NPCs. You, I don't think you can possess the Ghostbusters, but you can because they the that NPC, ghost, Yeah. You if you can't, I would. They will probably add that in the DLC at some point. In, in some kind I of think, yeah. I be surprised. They've, I mean, already, they've already done some tweaks to the game too, where they've like already fixed a few little bugs and shit. So. Oh yeah, the, the the day after I first played it, like I got it on Friday, played it, but then Saturday there was already an update installing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, it's it's fun, Bob. It is. Like, listen, when I have it, we all have to play. Like, I, oh fuck yeah. Like yeah. Listen, I'm I'm sure Rebecca's listening. Christmas is right around the corner. You know, you're good. <laughs> Baby, I love what? you. <laughs> she already get knows it sooner. I get it sooner. Right. I, I, well, it's got to get a system though. Oh yeah. That's, that's, well, that's well, no, that's all right. So I, I I just simply said I want one thing for Christmas, and I said I want a PS5. That's it. I don't want nothing else. I said, like that's it. Let's, we'll start him a GoFundMe. You and know, like, I thought about I thought about getting PS5. a gaming system. I was like, damn. I'm going to get a PS5 just just for the clout of it. But then I'm like, hey, it's just going to fucking sit there. and I'm never going to fucking play the thing. No, I've, I'll, I've I'll read people it. saying that it's less glitchy on the consoles than it is on the PC. I haven't noticed any glitches. Well, what Ghostbusters? Yeah. OK, so I played on Xbox one like OG Xbox one and it runs fine, but it definitely runs a little doggy. The wife plays it on the new Series S runs fucking shit like super nice mm-hmm. so i mean i know scoobs has it on pc i want to yep. kind of get it again on pc but i know i'd be working on two different fucking Probably. leveling systems at the same time so i was like eh. i think my big complaint though is you can't see yourself in third person it's all first person yeah Actually, i think they kind of i, I think that. they kind of did that to separate it from the 2009 online game part that could be personally I agree with that. I wish you could see yourself more too, but at least like, you know, in all the movies and stuff, they give you that too. And worst case, if you want to do the thing, you can do that thing really, you know, do that bullshit. At your yeah. Friends. Yeah. You do your fucking <laughs> tell your buddy. Yeah. What's up? Exactly. No, man, it's a fantastic game. I suggest anybody go get it. It's only 40 bucks, dude. It's totally worth it. Yeah, definitely. Um, is there anything else then? Or are we going to sign this bitch off? Uh, I, think can sign I got now. nothing. All right, Bobby, you want to start us up? This is your killing machine, Bobby Moon, saying we will see you next week, just not live. Not live. Stay tuned. <laughs> this is your dark lure of knowledge, your Chad Daddy saying, well, I'll kind of see you next week, bitches, but like Bobby say, we won't be live, but uh, we'll be here in spirit. 
Get it? Halloween spirit. Huh? Huh? <laughs> yeah. Scuba Steve. This is your host with the ghost of Prince of the Paranormal, the Duke of the Dead, Lord Scuba Cabra, a.k.a. Scuba fucking Steve, saying, catch me on the next episode of Lights, Camera, Exploitation. Ooh, nice, nice, nice. And this is your Fluffmaster Scream, Big Johnny D, saying, adios, gorehounds. Remember, catch us next week if you can. If not, happy Halloween in advance. Yes, yes happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Absolutely. And remember... Stay fresh, cheese bags. Daddy, my puffy hurts. Oh.